three, two, one. It's, it's your boys. <laughs> what is up, everybody? My name is John Calvin Chance, and today I have a special guest with me. The one and only, the Kansas Cyclone, TJ Milby. What's up, bro? Nothing much. Just here at camp out having a good old time. Hey, yeah. If you could tell, Trey's not with us, which is a bummer. But, you know, I got the second best here in Kansas. Hey, he's a third and I'm a third. So. Hey, there you go. Hey, we got some something similar going on. But uh, actually, TJ and I were camping this weekend at the farm. Good old Camp Muddy. Shout out to everybody that's out there. Uh, it's just been it's been a fantastic time with you. you know uh, just the fact that we've had rest and uh, to jump into that I want to say rest um, I'm going to just, just lay it out right now just give it to y'all I apologize for not having any episodes out within the last couple of weeks uh, all y'all been asking hey where's the next episode whenever we going to see a new one we are dying to hear you guys talk about the word of God well you know I mean, TJ, you can you can probably relate to this. Graduation was just last week. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, my man right in front of me just graduated from high school. I am done. I'm thankful. I'm proud. Well, I'm, praise God, yeah. man. Man, yeah. How's it feel? Ooh, I could just have a Holy Ghost fit right now. Hey, praise God. <laughs> and um, people are jumping in the summer and getting mm-hmm. new schedule, but uh, on our end. Um, We've been seeing not only changes in season, but spiritually the kingdom of God has just been working. Just hashtag kingdom work. Um, Mm -hmm. Trey and FPC have uh, been on fire recently on starting back uh, bus routes. They've been full on back to normal and uh, just preparing themselves within the last couple weeks, uh, making sure that when they bring in all those kids from um, all from their bus routes that, you know, everything's safe. Everything is mm-hmm. just right where it needs to be. Everybody gets backed into their regular schedule. And uh, it's been pretty cool. You know, I, I think it's exciting. And uh, don't don't bash on us because we haven't put an episode out. You know, I rather say I rather say are doing this. Uh, this is probably the best excuse I can have right now to yeah, say totally. not to have an episode out because we're doing the kingdom we're mm-hmm. advancing the kingdom people and so just straight up apologies but uh let's just get on to the show you know let's just jump right into this um uh, before oh, i forgot, completely forgot check us out on spotify yes yes uh go ahead spotify uh, what's the podcast called? Oh, Steadfast Evo. Ste- the Steadfast Evo. <laughs> Steadfast Evo. Uh, at, and check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, uh, I think we got Twitter. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. Like, yeah, we, go do that please. Like, thousands of times. Please. I don't care. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this man has, has rated our uh, podcast and uh, let you guys know it does help us. Uh, oh, yes. The analytics for Apple Podcasts is super weird. But because of your reviews, uh, if you just give us, you know, five stars, we, we really ask, or one star, whoever that is, we're still praying for you. We're interceding. Or if you want to do like seven out of five. Oh, we, there we you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, just go out and uh, please uh, support us as much as you can. And support 
other apostolic podcasts mm-hmm. out there, uh, like uh, Search for Truth, Brother Young, Brother Young, and the Uplift podcast with Nathan Bueller. They would just just appreciate that because we're mm-hmm. hashtag trend, trend the, the word. word. Hey, that's right. So, um, let's get into this. Uh, if you have your Bibles, you please. If you're driving, don't pull up your Bibles. Just listen to us. But uh, if you have your Bible, we're going to go through uh, Mark chapter four and uh verse uh, let's say verse through uh um let's start let's start at the beginning verse one let's go verse one tj can you start us off with that and he began again to teach by the seaside and there was gathered unto him a great multitude so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land and he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine hearken behold there went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up, and some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. Mm-hmm. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up, and it choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty and some sixty and some an hundred. Yeah. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So you guys can probably tell right now we are talking about the sower in fields. And uh, just to try to get ourselves into line of our season Mm -hmm. of advancing the kingdom. Because every soul winner has a field. Would you say that? Oh, yes. That. 100%. Uh, no matter where you are, where you're at, God has placed you in a field. Mm-hmm. And as a sower, we got to make sure what our field is, where we are. And um, I, I mean, I love this passage. Uh, just the fact that um, right now, I guess, we're, we're, we're camping. Let's say this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to just build this up. And... Um, uh, our uncle Larry, my uncle Larry, uh, is pretty much been a farmer a good majority of his adult life, um, and uh, filled you know harvest wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now they're harvesting soybean, and uh, it got me really thinking about um, what's been going on as in my life, in my ministry of. What, where is my, what, or I know where my field is, but what am I doing in my field? Mm-hmm. Because there are going to be some times that your field is going to be three things right here. What we read, it's going to be good ground. It's going to be stony ground. It's going to be thorny ground. Mm-hmm. And, um, what, you, what, what would you reflect on that TJ? Well, I think a lot of times especially in ministry and stuff there's there's moments where we can't really understand why we are where we are yeah and and because we cannot understand that it's sometimes hard to uh pick out what type of ground we're in mm, yeah that's right and that's when we have problems because we cannot tell really what our what our goal is, yeah. and we don't understand our mission quite yet. Mm-hmm. And so we have uh, people, and I myself am guilty of this, uh, we start 
using tactics on our ground yeah. that's not meant for the ground that we're on. Yeah. Because you don't go and 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 till stony ground. You mm-hmm. gotta shovel up the you rocks gotta, and you gotta, you gotta, gotta get down deep and yeah. you gotta you gotta separate the rocks from the dirt in order to have like good soil for exactly, the for yeah. the plant. And so uh, yeah, a lot of times we can get confused and start doing things in our in our field that's not meant for our field. Yeah. And to jump into it, like I love how Jesus says, "Hearken, behold, mm-hmm. there went a, out a sower to sow." And my question is this to you: Is are you a sower, and do you know what you're sowing? Right. And it says in the Bible, if you continue that, um, that the that the disciples go to Jesus and he says, "We don't understand this, mm-hmm. bro. Listen." We, we know you got tr- we know you got some revelation this is mm-hmm. I, I in my in my brain now I think this stuff you got you got revelation but why are you talking to all of us in parables you know yeah like what in the world are you trying to say Jesus and Jesus says this is that the word it says in verse 14 it says the sower soweth the word, the word. Mm-hmm. and so what you sow is the word mm-hmm. you don't sow as a soul winner in your field, you're not you're not sowing happy and you know, here's this, let me do this, but you're sowing word. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're at your field, are you sowing God's word? Are you when you're around your p- friends or your fa- or you know your coworkers, are you being example of sh- sowing the word to them? Are you mm-hmm. where they 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 know that every time well homeboy always talks and he's always talking about the word, you know, like where you can get that mm-hmm. it's it can get to a point where if you know what the word is and you know how to sow it, it's time to throw in your, in your field. Right. And, um, and a lot of times, yeah. uh, some, we kind of mistake sowing the word yeah. as like our attitude, sowing the word, mm. but it's not necessarily attitude. Yeah. It's, well, sowing the word is talking about the word. Yeah. Attitude's not sowing the word, though it's Mm-mm. a big part of that. Yeah. It or even even the way we dress is not sowing the word. Yeah. It, it's just like a gateway to sow the word. Exactly. It's like um, I got you. I see what you you got garden tools, right? Yeah. They don't they don't sow the seed for you because you yourself gotta put the seed in the ground with your hands. Yeah. The garden tools like the shovel and the rake, they just get the ground just a little bit soft enough so you can plant the seed. Oh, for and sure. that's, okay, so uh, during a service, that's why we have the music first, mm. uh, so we can get our hearts ready for the okay. Word of God to yeah. be sown. Fertilizer. It's like fertilizer and the tools <laughs> Come on. to get to get yeah. the seed thrown in there. Mm-hmm. I see that. And um, when, you got the, when you got the seed, it's time to sow. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, you gotta sow. And um, I was uh, talking with uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I'm gonna ha- call, I'm gonna give her a shout out. Oh, Avery Boone. She's yeah. go- she's actually gonna be on the episode one day. We, we we've been talking, and uh, we're gonna get her on, bro. Oh, oh amazing, bro. amazing she's, stuff. She's just you know a woman of God. She's on fire for God, mm-hmm. and we're really diving into this and um, the fact that your field has purpose. God mm-hmm. did not put you on that field by accident. He put you at that field for a purpose. 
And um, when you have when you have the the equipment, when you mm-hmm. have this sword that's in your hand, that is the instruction to make it or how to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. That is God breathed the word of God. You got the seed in your hand, and you know the field that God puts you at. Right. You can't hesitate mm-hmm. because. Seed does one thing that is incredible to me, that it produces life. And when you throw it into the field, it's going to produce something. And mm-hmm. as we know through the, through the word that there are three grounds that we see in the word or that's read, read in Mark. It's also in Matthew um, is that there's three, three grounds. And I, the first ground that's brought up is the stony ground. It says where it had not much earth, but immediately sprang up because it, or immediately it sprang up because it had no depth in the earth. But when it, the sun rose up, it was scorched because they had no root and withered away. And then the second one is the thorns, right? Where uh, <laughs> it still grew up, but the thorns choked it out of its situation. And then the third one that pulls up is That's the good, good ground. ground. Man, bro, if I can throw in some good ground, mm-hmm. what's it going to do? It's going to grow. And it brought forth some 30 and some 60 and even some 100. And you start seeing growth after growth. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and while we're on this, while we just mentioned the 30, 60, and 100, mm. every plant has the opportunity to, to, to produce more than it had the previous year. Come on. That's right. Every soul, every person in your church, the people that have been giving 30, yeah. can start giving 60. They yeah. have the ability. The people that have been giving zero have the ability to start giving 30. Come on. A lot of times, we want everybody to give 100%. Yeah. But what we got to see is, is not everybody has to produce 100-fold. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody's going to have the same passion and the same drive to produce 100-fold. Yeah, that's right. That's what... That, that's, That's what makes a church a church. A church 40, is so yeah. diverse that you got many people doing many things. Yeah. A lot of people, especially in our world, are are have a job and they can't dedicate their whole time to like teaching Bible studies mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there's no telling the impact that they can make on their job. That's if, right. If they would just start giving, and you just, and I would just start giving more than what we have been. Yeah. Uh, Come I, on now. There's a. I, just being transparent, I prayed for for my local church. God, let the ones that have start that have not been giving anything start giving thirty, yeah, and thirty, sixty, and sixty, and hundred, and so on. And the ones that have been giving a hundred, uh, start keep Go on giving a hundred. Keep on going. I there was a quote in our choir room uh, at school, and wow, it's uh, when I was in school. Yeah, you're not in school anymore. <laughs> not, in school anymore. <laughs> not in high school anymore, bro. But it had a picture of Einstein. It was a meme, and. Uh, the gist of it was, if if you was giving a hundred percent and now you're giving a hundred and ten, you yeah. weren't giving a hundred percent when mm. you when you thought you were. Come on. So the ones that have been giving a hundred percent, they still have the ability to yeah. to produce more. They still got the ability, and so um, trying to get where we are. Don't forget that the field that you're in, people love. Man, I think people love to compare fields. You ever noticed that? Is that some people they see that good ground, mm-hmm. they see that well cultivated ground, and then they're they in see stone- that big church. Oh yeah, and they, they see that good music team, and they're in stony ground oh. or they're in thorny ground. They're like, man, I wish I could be there. 
man, I, I, if I can only just be in that church for a little bit, just to get what they're under, figure out what they're understanding, how they're doing it, you know, like get, yeah. and you start coming, you say, man, we can't get there. And all the while, the homeless man on the street is the next great preacher exactly. coming along. Come on. And you get so distracted by other fields and not your own. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said before, your field, from what we just read, can easily grow oh, something. Yeah. It, it says that it sprung up in the thorny ground and in the stony ground. So that means your field can grow something. But the the way that you're going to see growth in your field is you got to cultivate your field. Exactly. When... um. When you see a, I, the stony ground works, this is why I think it's incredible that God differentiates two types of grounds. He's different, or He distinguishes stony ground and thorny ground. And that the stony ground, it shows that when it built up forth a, a seed or a, 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 a something that grows, it said that there was no root system under it. It said immediately it sprang and up. It immediately sprang up. That means that when you threw it in, mm-hmm. something was growing. Exactly. But the thing is that if it's not building any roots under it, then you're going to have it. It's going to immediately die. So what do you have to do? You have to start pulling out that stone and you start you got to start putting in strong foundation. Exactly. Where you are. Exactly. And that's that. Let's go. That's that good. The good ground has no stones because it, it has so much depth inside of it. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is you got to keep on digging deep. You got to dig deep into your in your foundation. Start putting some good ground. Put, in there. Start putting something. Well, you have good ground. Let me be real. Yeah, it's just a little bit under the surface. It's, it's under the surface. So you got to start digging. Start digging out the stones mm-hmm. that keep keeps on distracting the depth of Roll your seed. Roll away the stone. Roll. Yeah. Come on now. Come on, somebody. I. You know. Um. And you got to cult. You can't. It, fields are not hard. Or no, let me rephrase. Oh my goodness. Fields are not easy as it seems to be. Mm-hmm. A field is going to be difficult no matter how it's going to be. If it's going to be even good ground, stony ground, or thorny ground, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's mm-hmm. it's going right. to take work to work on your ground. And because weeds grow in every ground, every ground, and even in the thorny ground. Speaking of weeds, when you start seeing the weeds that pull up, it what it is it does it chokes that life. Mm-hmm. It it. It chokes what you are trying to grow into it. At first, it has some depth, but mm-hmm. the thing that takes it is up on the surface level. Right. Is what is that? I think of it as the sin in your life that oh I I've been in church all my life. Oh I've I've you know I've 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 read my Bible. Mm-hmm. I know what I know the Word of God, but sometimes the the enemy is going to attack you any any way mm-hmm. as possible. And then you got to make it. You got to make that uh, make it recognize recognize that. There's some there's some things on on the top of this ground that should not be here. That's been right. what, that's also been growing in my life mm-hmm. because here, you can't serve two masters. Yeah, it's a is is it is it going to be uh, mammon, or is it going to be the word? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it going to be God or mammon? And here's the thing: you can't have. Is it going to, here? Is it going to be the good ground, or is it going to be the thing that's been cultivating you? Or is it going to be that side, the other thing that's been growing on the side, that 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 thorn? It looks like it looks like it can grow, but it's mm-hmm. or it looks like you, but it's going to it's going to choke you. And it it's kind of sad in a way mm-hmm. that when you look back, if you've if you messed up, well, we've all messed up. Okay, we've all had some sort of thorn come and choke our life at some oh, point. Oh, for sure. And 
looking back at, at those thorns that choked our life, they were so minuscule compared to what where we were in yeah, God. Yeah. And if we would have realized where we were in God at that moment, yeah. we could have plucked those thorns up from the very Come root on. and they would not have grown back. You ready for this? You got authority in your field. You got authority. As the exactly. sower, you got authority in exactly. your field. Um, I think, bro, let me try to put in this type of perspective. All the way back to Genesis 1, God told Adam, that you are the one that should be in your field. Mm-hmm. This is your field, Adam. This garden, this so this beautiful garden that you I dress did. it and keep you it. You dress it and keep it. This which means this: you serve this garden and you protect this garden. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look up those words to, to dress and keep. To dress is to serve, to work the garden, and mm-hmm. to keep is to guard the garden. Because what your garden is going to have, Adam, is something that is so subtle that you don't you think it's just your own. Subtle than any piece of the subtle field. Subtle than any beast in the field. But here's the thing. You got authority in that garden, Adam. Mm-hmm. And if, if Adam recognized the, the snake that was in his garden, mm-hmm. he could have said, oh, get out. Yeah. I, I have authority to take you out. But here's another thing is that um, there's another woman. There's a, or not another woman. There's a woman that's with him. Named Eve, yeah. like the love of his life, Eve. the the came out of his rib, and mm. the, the the Satan works so subtly that he knows who has authority over his field. Mm-hmm. So he what he's going to do is he's going to come through the back the, door, the back door, and go go to something that can connect him to oh, yeah. the sower, that can say oh, his love. But what he's trying to do is he's trying to break unity. Oh, did, there's he breaks unity before mm-hmm. what he loves. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he connects to Adam that breaks unity with God. And there is, oh man, I can, I can go all day. But you have authority in your field. Exactly. If you dress and keep your field, bro, mm-hmm. you got authority. And, and mm. we see in... Israel, when they were in the wilderness and... Yeah. And when they... when when they were complaining and all that, they should have never, never, ever, ever started complaining because when they started complaining and not recognized what God had given them mm-hmm. previously, yeah. that's when they messed up. That's right. And that's when they spent 40 years mm. in the wilderness. And mm, I could, There's people yeah, out ahead. there that have complained about their fields for so long Preaching. that they've been waiting 40 years for something that was supposed to be given them 40 years prior. Come on, keep on, stop murmuring. Stop mm. murmuring about your field, bro. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then we see Jesus 40 days in the wilderness. Yeah. Right? He, he turned back the tide and said, okay, Israel, this is how you were supposed to do it. Ooh, come on now. Because God will give you moments and God will show you people in your life that overcame things, the exact yes. thing that you did. And, and God will show you and say, hey, this is how you were supposed to do it. Yeah. Do that now. Come on. Do that now, Israel. Cross over Jordan now. Don't let the giants hinder you. You're not grasshoppers. They're the grasshoppers. Yeah, that's right. They're the grasshoppers. So you go and walk around those walls. You Mm. go and take your city. He says, it says Mm. in Deuteronomy, he says, did you not know the Lord will fight for you? When you have, when, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, Deuteronomy, I think it's first chapter in Deuteronomy where, uh, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Exactly. Moses was telling that to the next generation. He says, if you just, if you just follow the commandment that God has given us, Mm -hmm. he's, he's put you in the place, put you this place for a specific reason. And he's given you the commandment to reach that, to possess that land. And if you obey to his commandment, you're going to see some things that you've never seen before. 
Right. Because they may look huge. The Giants may look great, but my God's greater. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the walls may look huge. They might marginalize you, but my God is stronger than those walls. Mm-hmm. And right. if, if my, here's the thing. The field may look great, but my God's greater. And you can say, oh, I marginalize my ministry because my field's big. Or I'll marginalize my ministry because mm-hmm. my field is small. But my God's also the one who provides in that field. If you if you feel like you you're like oh, I got a small field, God put you at that field for a specific reason. You mm-hmm. might not see a lot of people in your church, but God put you there for a specific reason. Oh yeah, you know even to the point that some people say, "Man, my church is huge." I'm, I'm gonna flip it around. My church is big. I don't have to do anything. Well, what are you talking about? God put you there for a reason. You it's not about it's not about your church. It's about the people outside the church, right? Because there are greater souls out there that are lost than that were in the building. And if mm-hmm. we if we get our if we get a focus out of souls and we get a focus out of what the field truly means, then you're going to start seeing nothing grow in your ministry. Exactly. You're going to see nothing grow in your walk. You're, exactly. You're going to see no growth. And there's great wow. churches. Yeah. That, that used to be great. Yeah. Uh, and when they lost sight of the vision, mm. when they lost sight of the end goal and what God really wanted them to catch on, when they lost sight of the quality of a soul. Come on. Yeah, backtracking to one of the last episodes. Hashtag turn the word. Come on, bro. That's when. (laughs) That is when we you you saw them fall. Yeah. You. Oh, okay. For example, for example, uh, we we, we've all seen uh, big up and coming preachers. uh, Later, I don't know. In in the past, okay. okay. We've all seen those fiery preachers. Yeah. uh, That they were like so so anointed and so. Mm It's so powerful when they preached, and the and the Holy Ghost moved. Yeah, uh, and then we saw them a few years later uh, go away and uh, denounce uh, the truth. Yeah, and w- what I like in that too is the stony ground. Mm, come on now, it, it sprang up fast. Oh, they yeah. were in the spotlight. They would fast. jump on the height. Yeah, there, come on, I'm not going to name anybody, but I'm there's there's yes. people that I can think of yeah. that were like, whoo. It was like a rocket. Oh, yeah. But when they lost sight of what was actually important, when they started looking at the the money uh, and not serving God and going to mammon and stuff, that's when they saw a a decrease in their, their, you know, in their impact in ministry. Yeah. Because they wanted, yeah, and... Well, I completely completely understand Mm -hmm. about that. Um, uh, There's that... um, my my dad's told me that he says he's I, I there was a time in my life I'll give a little testimony, uh, I guess to add into this, I was I was struggling so much and not seeing anything produced in my ministry, mm-hmm. and I didn't you know I would work I would work and I didn't see nothing, but I was like I even called my dad I was like Dad why I like I I I want to see something produced. I want to, you know, I, yeah, I know God's God, God gave me a promise where I'm at. I, he gave me a promise, and I've not seen anything happen. And He says this to me. He says, "Have you ever thought about fil- building your foundation? Because if you don't have a root system, you will spring up, but you will die quickly." Mm-hmm. Brought back all the way back to this passage, and I realize is that. Uh, which we we said that we we brought this kind of up in the first episode second season of uh, mm-hmm. building your foundation and to kind of just go back to that is 
the this roots. This is the retro episode. Retro episode. <laughs> hashtag retro. Um, we um, we have to. If you're if you're not seeing anything happen now, start cultivating yourself with your relationship with God, mm-hmm. because when you have a strong root system, and God uses you. You know, and I'm not saying also like we can we, we right now culturally we have this mindset is that if I'm preaching all over the country, I'm mm-hmm. doing the will of God. No. Yeah. What I'm talking about is that when you start seeing life grow in your field, you're doing the will of God. You're doing something right. But it usually takes you to build a foundation yourself, a root system to say, I'm rooted in my walk with God. And if I know how to, if I know how to cultivate my relationship with God, I know how I'm going to cultivate my field. Because mm-hmm. when you start, when you start building that strong depth, because it comes to the depths of the heart, right? The f- it's all the way inside your heart mm-hmm. that where it first starts in. That when you build that, and you know how founded you are in your relationship with God, when people start asking you questions in your field, when you start, when you start seeing the stony ground start rising up and start thinking. Do you, you now know how to cultivate because you have cultivated your relationship with God, and that's mm-hmm. consecration. Let's be real. Cultivation yeah. is consecration. Right. I'm being dead serious. People think, oh, I gotta, you know, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna, you know, do this. No, you gotta consecrate yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta be completely in this. Let every distraction go and start cultivating where you are. Right. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I, I know it was Brother Mark Brown. And he mm. tells a, he he shares an experience with God that, that I, uh, a vision that God gave him while he was at Bible College, I believe, or something. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I know. And, what you're and about. he he said something to the effect that it got really dark, mm-hmm. and and there were fireworks that shot up yeah. and lit lit up the whole sky. And in himself, he was like, oh, that's amazing. That's beautiful. And then immediately God God spoke to him and said something to the effect that I didn't call you to be that. I didn't call yeah. you to just shoot up and shine real bright and then fade away like fireworks do. Yeah. And, and so oftentimes we want to be that firework that shoots oh. up, bright lights up the sky. But oh, that's yeah. not where God has called us to be. Exactly. Especially if we're in this for the long haul. Preach it, bro. And then... Yeah, I lost my train. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, we're, we're, just let's just reiterate this right now. Mm-hmm. Consecration is cultivation. Oh yeah, yeah, I remembered it. Be yo, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there, there was a there's a passage of scripture, um, and it's Jesus talking to somebody, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like. Don't quiet these people down, because if they quiet the, if they quiet down, these stones are gonna cry out. Yeah. And so, if we don't cultivate our ground, the same ground that we were supposed Ooh, to cultivate will start crying come, out. Ooh, come on, preach it, bro. Hey, oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, oh, come on now, keep on going, keep on going, bro. Is that it? Okay, <laughs> no, dude, that's a that's a power but, that's a powerful but, thought. That yeah, those stones will cry out. And, and wow, just, that just stuck out to me because wow. of the stones, man. But, I, I, might, I, might, I might take that. No, okay. <laughs> hey, every, everything on here is public domain. Public so. domain. Well, you know, I want to continue with this is that don't be don't be afraid of your field mm-hmm. because you see stones and don't be afraid. 
don't be afraid to pluck out the thorns in your field. Because here's... Dude, Some thorns got to stay there, though. They, okay, yeah, okay. Paul said, I have a thorn, thorn in my flesh. Ooh, come on. And there's going to be thorns in your field that you're going to try and pluck out, and they're going to grow right back. But those thorns are there to keep you tilling the ground. Come on. And to keep you cultivating keep. your ground. Because when you stop and when you don't, that's when you're going to see some things happen in Preach your life it, that you didn't expect. And it's going to destroy you. Test. Come on now. I feel the Holy Ghost. Man, I feel my it goodness. too. I'm getting chills up and down my Come spine. Come on, bro. But seriously. Yeah. If we don't realize that, hey, there's some stones and there's some thorns that still got to be in my field in order to propel me to get to yeah. some better ground. Because, yo, because bro, year on. after year, you got weeds and thorns that you got to pluck out of your garden. My grandpa's, yeah. I, I've gardened with my grandpa for years. Yeah. And one thing that I can really, really know and mm. really understand is, hey, uh, those vegetables, if you don't get the weeds out, yeah. you ain't going to have a good crop. Now, come on now. Preach it. Uh, it's like every day you got to go pull out some weeds. You got to. You, you pull them out, they come back up. You pull them out, you come back up. And and sooner or later, during during the off season when we don't grow stuff, um, there's weeds that grow like 10 feet tall. Yeah. And those are hard to pluck They're out. They're horrible, bro. Oh, yeah. You better just mow your grass the whole time. <laughs> come on. Mow your, mow your garden and then just, just let you, you know? Yeah. You know. Be diligent. Be with diligent. your field. That's right. Be diligent. Oh, bro. Man, I can we can go all day on this, bro. Oh yeah. But it's a th- it's the fact that you got to understand your field. And um I I I'll tell it this way. I was um I might get in trouble maybe, maybe not. Um I know what my field is. Mm-hmm. And I can't be totally v- verbal about it right now, but I know what my field is. And I've seen miracles I've seen people get the Holy Ghost on this, and I'm. This is all glory of God, and I, 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 I've, I've seen people get baptized on my field, mm-hmm. and God be the glory. Yeah, and I had a moment where somebody came to me and says, "Because I say this, and I say, I say this is my, this is my field, this is my mission field, this is where God put me at, this is my mission field," and I had somebody come to me and he said, "You know that there's more fields out there that you can go be at." It's not that this is just your field, you know, this is the only field that you can be at. And I'm like, yeah, of course, but I've cultivated this field. I know this field from the ins and outs right now. By the back of my hand. By the back of my hand, because I worked on this field. And when some people are going to say, you know, you don't have to work that field. There's a there's a ton of other field out there that you can go get. But if you don't know other fields and then you got get distracted on somebody else's field, then mm-hmm. you're going to forget about your mm-hmm. field. Until God gives you the call to go to another field, field you stay at that field. Mm-hmm. You cultivate. You keep on working that field. Because here's the thing, bro. Where I've been at, oh, my God, I wish I could just move. It took me years to be where I'm at. Because mm-hmm. I had to pull out stones. I had to pull oh, out yeah. thorns. And it kept on growing. It, it, like you said, it'll continually come to you. But there was a moment where I stayed faithful with my God mm-hmm. who knew the reason why I was there. And I never let go of, of him at that tome, at that moment. Cause, and because of that, be, how faithful he was and being faithful and obedient where I was, I'm starting to see, go, I start seeing things grow through that field. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But you're going to have people that are going to look at you from others. You're going to have other sowers mm-hmm. that are saying, well, you don't have to be in that field. You know, there's you. You're in a. You got you got tons of other fields. You know, this fields. They're gonna look here. They're gonna look at the outside of your field. 
they're going to start looking at the nastiness of your field. They're mm-hmm. going to start seeing the, the everything starting to break in and break out. They're going to think that that's not good ground. Why are you not in good ground? But here's the thing. Working in a field is going to be messy. Mm-hmm. Working in a field is going it's, it's going to take some time. And then, oh, man, oh, we'll, we'll and, jump. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'll, people are going to look at the dry, cracked ground on your field. Come on. But yet what they fail to realize is you've been watering it every single day. Preach it. Exactly. Because they don't know what's in the heart. And they see, oh, you don't have fruit on your tree. But let me tell you something, buddy. Ooh, come on. Not every tree bears fruit the first year it's planted. Exactly. And if we, if you get started focus on other people, other voices in your mind that are not your here, that are not not the the wise counsel that you should have in your life, that are mm-hmm. not the accountability. For it says that when you start listening to the foolish, you're going to be destroyed. But I, when you start mm-hmm. listening to wisdom, it's going to lead you to the right direction. It's going to lead you to the wisdom. It's going to lead you to right. that knowledge. Right. Blessed is the man that walketh Walk not the, in the counsel of the ungodly, nor exactly. standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Boom. Exactly. And when you are focused on your field, don't be distracted. What's on the left mm-hmm. or right? You, because that, because that, this is your field. And if you got, if you got passion to work on that field, you're gonna work on a hundred percent. But other people are mm-hmm. gonna say, I don't see you working in that field as much as you can. But the thing is that they only see you from a surface level. Mm-hmm. But they don't see you working at that in the nights. Right. They don't see you working at it during the days, during during the during during the times that everybody else will be walking around that field. Because your field is ooh, come on somebody. Your field is for you. Mm-hmm. Not for anybody else. Well, let me rephrase. This field is not just for you, but it's for God. It's for right. his kingdom. And right. if you if you recognize what this king, what this field is for, who gave you the, the gave you that place for mm-hmm. you to jump on that and know where it's supposed to be? Don't listen to other people. Oh yeah, because they're not going they're not going to hold on to you what you have, and oh bro, and oh, they can't appreciate what you got. They can't. because they haven't put the literal blood, sweat, and tears into what you have. Preach on. Let's preach on this. Oh come on, somebody. This is this is I blew my mind. I was talking to. Back to Avery, man, she's gonna get on this podcast, bro. She's a phenomenal Mm -hmm. testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, we were, I was telling her, said, you know, there's gonna be some people that are gonna try to hold the coattails of your field. When you start, I said, I said, there's gonna be fields that are gonna be beautiful, seasons of your field that's gonna be beautiful, and there's gonna be seasons of your field that looks nasty. Mm -hmm. I said, when you start your field, it's gonna have nothing there it's gonna have rocks it's gonna have thorns but when you start cultivating your field and you start throwing seed in that field and you're sowing that field sooner or later that field's gonna start growing and the most beautiful time of the year here where we're staying we're camping out is around this time when there's when when, when, when there used to be wheat right and mm-hmm. the wheat looks so beautiful and oh, it's, it's brown going, oh yeah it's brown and you're going through the winds and it just looks like a wave of it's just absolutely Waves beautiful oh yeah and God uh, bless the USA Memorial Day weekend. And praise God, <laughs> praise God. And um, I knew that there was a there was a. Uh, I'm I'm guilty of this, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm just say that is that when uh, when we would used to have weed out there, Uncle Larry would take everybody out on the tractor, and they'll he'll do a test, not go through the field. He'll just test the wheat. And I've been <laughs> I've been guilty as I'll go to that wheat, and I'll pluck out some of the wheat to keep for myself. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, man, this place is so beautiful. I want, I want this experience. I want what this has. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be people taking from the physical to the spiritual. 
that are going to look at you and they say, man, I see, I love what your field looks like. The harvest that you have right now, wow. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start trying to pluck out of your field and mm-hmm. say, man, I want a little bit of that. And here's the thing is that what you're, what you're showing right now, what God has blessed at yeah. that moment is your harvest. It's supposed to edify, it's going to edify the body. It's going to build faith mm-hmm. in the body. But there's going to be people that are going to try to take the coattails of your field and say, oh, yeah, I was into that, too. Mm-hmm. I jumped and helped a little bit of that. And they're going to try to try to reap a little bit of your field. And you're going to have some, you're going to have some points where you've been working, you've been working. But there's going to be some people that are going to try to take it. They're going to probably post it on Instagram. They're going to probably post it on right. social media and say, look at me. Hashtag kingdom, whatever, kingdom work. And I'm not just mm-hmm. saying kingdom work. I'm just using that Those general term. Those people are like people. the people that get to the train yeah. at the very end. And they're like, oh, I stopped by a train. It's forever. When they weren't there at the beginning of the train. Exactly. Like exactly. When you And they're going to, and here's the thing. Don't get distracted by those people because mm-hmm. they're only going to be there for a season because that's, they're going to be their season when it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. they're never going to be around that season when you start ro- so or start reaping because the best thing about so harvest is that there's going to be a season of reaping and they're all prepared. They're all ready to get what you're going to get out. And when you start jumping into oh, that yeah. season of reaping, you're going to start getting the blessings out of it. You're mm-hmm. going to start getting what God has provided. The promises of that field will start to come to pass when you start reaping. So mm-hmm. when you here's the thing, when it's when it's harvest, don't be afraid to reap because some people will love the case that, oh, here's my field. Look at the, my look at my field. It looks so beautiful. But you're afraid that when you get to the point where you start reaping, that field is not going to look as beautiful as what it did at that moment. So don't be ashamed. Don't don't be afraid. And even to then, reap. when you reap a harvest, there's still a process that there's it has still to go process. to exactly go to get to the loaf of bread. It's always process. There's going to be a process in everything that you do. And then you got to put butter and jelly on the bread and then Ooh. eat it. And then there's another process that Preach has it. to go Come through. Come on. You know. goes through the stomach, bro, and you fool, you fool in life right there. Yeah. Come it's on It's a now. circle of life. Hey, preach it. And, um, yeah, that's don't be ashamed of your field. Um, before we get to the next page, uh, TJ, tell us uh, what's been going on with uh, with life on at the church with you guys. Well, um, a few years ago, our church was literally almost non-existent. Yeah. A few years ago, um, my brother would be, I don't know how old he was. He was in sixth grade, I think. Mm -hmm. He's playing football. And it's amazing because he's not a preacher whatsoever. He doesn't. He mm-hmm. don't like it. He, 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 it's not he's like I got you. He wants to go into welding. He's he's one of those guys. Okay, hey, he's an Andrew. Um, That's what he is right there. Yeah, yeah. He, but he would he would sit down and he would talk with you about some Bible stuff. He's got some great things in awesome. his mind too. Um, but a few years ago, he was playing football, and uh, there was a kid that needed a ride to a game. Yeah, his name was Victor. Wow. You know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, his family just moved from California, Bakersfield area. And uh, lo and behold, uh, his mom met up with my mom and dad. And Jack invited him to church, okay? Wow. Yeah. And his, him and his sister came one the first time. And then 
my mom and dad hooked up with their parents. And uh, the amazing thing about it was their mom was praying that God would send them someone or somewhere where there was an apostolic church. Because they were going to an apostolic church in Bakersfield. Praise God. And when they moved to Ark City, uh, they didn't know... They didn't know the town. Mm-hmm. It was new to them. And lo and behold, they had family come in and more family and more family. And the majority of our church is those two families. Wow. All from one person who's not a preacher, Yeah. who's not in the spotlight, who's not in the limelight. My brother, he'd rather be doing sound and video <laughs> than... Than being on the platform, yeah. opening up service. We're, we're like complete opposites. But because yeah. of him... Uh, you, you're seeing revival going on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And Let just me, just ooh, this year, on, just this year, yeah. Um, there, there's been a group of kids from that family that's been wanting to get baptized, and parents were kind of skeptical. But this year, uh, they're... All, all of those kids got baptized, and the majority of them have already had the Holy Ghost, too. Wow, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's all credible. And then, and then, um, just, just, when you don't think you're making a difference, yeah. uh, shut up. Don't quit your, <laughs> don't tell yourself that. Just, quit, just quit talking, because... Yeah. Cause that was me. That was yeah. me in high school. I didn't. I didn't think I was making a difference whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this girl in my friend group that uh, she's coming to church now. Her and her sister and her little sister. Praise God. Um, but freshman year, I sat at their lunch table, and long story short, friend group, all that stuff at school. And uh, this year, I I. I was talking with her, and I got, we got on the discussion of the oneness of God and Trinity. Yeah. And I was like, you believe in the Trinity? <laughs> Just go straight at it. And she's like, I guess. Do you not believe in the Trinity? And I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, no, I believe that God is one, that there's not any. And we had that whole discussion. And lo and behold... A few months later, I found out when she was seven years old, uh, she was baptized in Jesus' name wow. by a Trinitarian pastor Wow! just after uh, they went through a two-month-long study of the book of Acts. That's incredible. And then I come to find out afterwards, because there was a big old whole confusion in what I was asking her. I asked her how she was baptized, mm-hmm. and she thought I meant like spirit baptism and stuff. But And so she told me that, and she said, well, it was kind of weird. I mean, it wasn't the experience where it just kind of like took over and everything. Yeah. But I got it in my room one night. I was just wow. praying. I had to forget everything that everybody else was saying and just trust the Word of God. Wow. And and so God filled her with the Holy Ghost in her room. Ooh, come on! In somebody. her room of all places. Praise God. And uh, I didn't I didn't come to figure out that until just this past year, I think. Wow, that's incredible. So all up until uh, senior year, because we just graduated, and yeah, I didn't think I was making a difference. I didn't think I was. Because I was telling myself, you ain't mm-hmm. making a difference. You're just the only one here. Yeah. And I was beating myself up because 
I, I've seen all this other stuff happen with all these other people, mm-hmm. and and these P7s are working, and and all this and everything. And I, how am I supposed to cultivate my field? How am I supposed to do this? Yeah. When all it takes is just asking one person a simple question. A simple question. Do you believe in the Trinity? <laughs> maybe, maybe not that question right off. Yeah. But, but yeah, it can be uncomfortable. So that's what's happening. Yeah. That's in our amazing, city. incredible. Well, I want to just jump into what we're talking about, especially with, uh, with you're saying that you make an impact when you don't think you are, um, mm-hmm. and with Jackson's testimony, dude, that's incredible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to him today and say, bro, I heard what happened, dude. That's incredible. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, there's a if you continue in verse 15 of Matthew, mm-hmm. it says, and these are they by the wayside where the word was is sown, but when they had heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. There's a fourth part of the field that you need to remember. It's the wayside. Mm-hmm. That's part of your field. Mm-hmm. Because uh, historically when people would sow, they'll cast and they'll cast in their field and some of that seed will go to the edge of your field. The wayside. The wayside. And I I, I, I was reading this one day and I was like, God, what, what are you trying to say? You know, I, I, I know the other three fields, but why, why, why does God bring up about the wayside? Why, why do you bring up about the wayside? And he said so clearly, he said, the wayside is neglected seed. See, when you, when mm-hmm. you cast, I'm not making, I know where my field is. I, I'm, a tar, I'm targeting my field. But even on the edge of the field, you are sowing there. And you might say, I'm not making a difference here. Mm-hmm. And you can have a choice to work and cultivate what's on the wayside. Or neglect it. Because if you start neglecting that field, Satan will come immediately. They heard the word. The wayside mm-hmm. heard what you've been talking about. They heard the word of yeah. God. But you didn't cultivate what was on the wayside. Mm-hmm. You just neglected that seed. You didn't take the time to you brush them back into you didn't the take, aisle. Exactly. You didn't take time to work on that seed. And all of a sudden, Satan will come and immediately take up your field. Because getting the seed by the wayside requires us to get down on our hands and knees and Preach search. It. Exactly. And if we go out to our field and we start neglecting seed, mm-hmm. and we start, because God works so mysteriously that you say, oh, this is where I have to be. This is where I got to do. There's this one spot. And that's right. You got to work in that field. But you don't know that there's other seed that's around that will grow greater than what you expected oh yeah and satan will take the things that he knows that has potential because seed is potential when it's put Mm -hmm. in the ground when it's in the field it's potential and what he'll do is he'll take what is potential that will be great in the kingdom of god and but well not only just what's potential but he'll take neglected potentiality Mm -hmm. and he says Mm -hmm. oh you got you yeah you got the word but listen to me you're not worth it you got no purpose because he's neglecting you. The sower's neglected you, seed. You don't have to. You, let me take you. And Satan will take it immediately. Mm-hmm. So don't neglect your seed. Right. 
don't go neglect the field. Don't neglect what you've casted out because you're going to cast out great and what comes out is going to be greater than you expect. Neglecting seed is just like neglecting God. Exactly. Come on. He said, Jesus, he was again talking to a group of people um, and he was saying, they were asking him, God, when have we done this unto you? And he said, when you've done it unto the poor, and when you've done it to the lowest of low, whether whether you clothed them or you didn't clothe them, you've done it unto me. I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. And so, so many times, we've had opportunities to go back to the neglected seed and bring it back, but we failed to do so. Mm. And when we do that, it's just like whipping God another time. It's just like driving the nails through his hand another time. Yeah. Come on. What are you going to do in your field? Mm. Are you going to cultivate your field? Are you going to start pulling out, plugging out the things that should not be there? Are you going to look at that seed and say, this is your word, God. And this field needs your word. It mm-hmm. needs life. Oh, yes. Life more abundantly. Because you want... God, God is... God is, yes, he's a merciful God. But you got to keep on knowing that God put you here for a reason. And he's one, his mercy is, is abundant. It is. And his grace is more is abundant. And he's going to give you time after time. He says, yeah, you failed here, but I'm still going to pick you up. I still put you in this field. I still put you here. Mm-hmm. But if you start neglecting the grace of God, if you start neglecting the mercy of God, you start neglecting the seed, God will not put you in a field uh, that doesn't align according to the purpose that God has given oh, come you. Come on, because what is it? Uh, Romans eight twenty eight, uh, and we know that all, all things, things work, work together, together for, for their, the their good name. to them that love God yeah. and to them that are the called according to, to His, His purpose. purpose. When we match our purpose up with God's, He will put us into a field that matches up to His purpose. Preach it. And at any time when we stray from his purpose for that field, we aren't going to go. It's not going to produce anything. It's not going to produce anything. You're going to see thorns and thistles and stones. And And that's going to happen at any season in your field. So cultivate, prepare, Mm -hmm. and harvest. So TJ, can you pray for us? Pray us out. Lord, thank you for this uh, this podcast, and thank you for Trey, and I know he's not here, but JC, for it, taking the initiative to start this thing and, and really cultivating this podcast into what it is. Lord, you see the many people that are going to listen to this and that are going to uh, uh, hear this while they're driving or while they're at work and stuff. I pray that every person uh, that that takes the time to really dig into what has been spoken here, Lord, that they would begin to see some areas in their life where they can start, uh, Lord, giving a little bit more to cultivating their field. And Lord, that when they do so, that they would see uh, the, the fruit begin to grow and that there would be a harvest that they didn't expect. Because uh, a lot of times, the only... If not all the time, just all the time. If if we don't put in what 
we're only going to get out what we put into things. And so, Lord, I pray that everyone would begin to put in more to their harvest field so that we can reap a better harvest and a bigger harvest, all for the glory of God. I pray that you would bless everyone that listens to this. Just really eat at our hearts and, and convict us with compassion. And Lord, just thank you for challenging us to, to really dig in and cultivate our field. I thank you and I praise you and, and I love you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Just, well, guys, thank you for getting jumping on the podcast. TJ, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's been a just a blessing to have you on here and uh we'll have you on again bro whenever you get Definitely. a chance to come up to old ICT bro which you are yeah, yeah, yeah. in I the fool I am oh we'll get you on I'll bring my mic hey preach on bro and just thank you for joining us thank and you. uh thank you guys for joining us on the podcast uh don't forget to like subscribe rate and review our podcast to hashtag trend the word and uh check out the other two podcasts that we have presented at the beginning, that's going to be a blessing in your life. Search for truth in the uplift. Amen. Yes. And we got three words to end it off. Ready? You have purpose. God bless.